Are you ready to make the right moves and unlock your passion? Welcome to From the Inside Out with your host, Carla D. Walker. To be your best self in your personal life and your business life, all you need to do is look within yourself. Now, here is Carla D. Walker. Good morning, world. How are you this morning? It is a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday, wherever you are, wherever I am. (laughs) Sometimes I ask myself, where are you? But uh, I'm having a wonderful time this morning already. Just so excited about things that are coming, things that are happening. You know, we're in the holiday season. Uh, In a couple of days, we're going to have some Thanksgiving, some turkeys, uh, some maybe ham. When When I think about Thanksgiving, And I think about the Thanksgivings that uh, I had growing up. My aunt, Aunt Jo, uh, my great aunt, Georgia Anna Edith. (laughs) She had four names, bless her heart. Um, My aunt was one of those persons, and I don't know, maybe, maybe your relatives is one of those persons as well, who would cook starting like two days out. And then she'd still be cooking or finishing up cooking on Thanksgiving. There was always one more thing she wanted to do. And I can see it so vividly like right now. I mean, we put the white uh, tablecloth on the table, you know, freshly um, linen and uh, with the lace. Uh, first she put on a plain white cloth, then she put on a lace cloth on it, and then she put on all the different uh, uh, mats uh, on it. Then we'd set the table, and it had to be set just right, and then we put all the stemware, all the glasses and and everything on the table. <clears throat> and then in the kitchen... I mean, she'd be in there cooking. Now, this table that she's just set so beautifully and had this beautiful centerpiece with um, sunflowers and and uh, mums and all different colored flowers uh, and uh, 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 greenery uh, in the middle of the centerpiece and, and candles, tapered candles. Um, around this table that sat about 12 people. And uh, and then she would have, uh, like I said, there's food in the kitchen. and But this table that we had just set the day before, she, she had brought out uh, mashed uh, potatoes and we would um, make, um, uh, not mashed potatoes, we made mashed potatoes too, but uh, potato salad and make all the, the little fixings around it. So carrots and radishes and uh, celery. And uh, she'd have walnuts and peanuts and, peca- and um, pecans and cashews and uh, Brazil nuts, all the different kind of nuts uh, that she'd have. And uh, all and everywhere, little candy dishes with uh, peppermint and uh, all different kinds of little candies, uh, candy corn, all different kind of things that we could eat uh, as we're waiting for uh, the dinner. Uh, and she would cook uh, chicken and ham and turkey. Uh, and then she'd take the 
gravy or the, uh, the from the turkey and then she'd make homemade dressing oh, and then she'd also make from the home from now she'd also have uh, gravies that she would make for us to pour over the the dressing and then all she made her own cranberries relish and she also had canned cranberry relish for those who didn't like that um, but she made um uh, mashed potatoes, green beans, corn uh, pudding, um, uh, broccoli. Uh, we had collard greens, turnip greens, uh, turnip and mustard. She'd always mix those together. And she had hot water cornbread. And then she'd have other cornbread. And uh, gosh, she'd have sweet potatoes. And we have sweet potato pie, pumpkin pie, apple pie, cherry pie pie and then um and then she'd always make a, a cake of some kind either a chocolate marble or a coconut cake or and there was just food and food and food and then she'd make her own eggnog but she also had eggnog uh, that she'd buy from the store I mean she just loved to cook and loved to throw on a feast and I can remember people coming over I had um one uncle who would come over at seven in the morning because he wanted to be the first one through the door and start eating. Uh, so yeah, she fixed breakfast too that morning, but we still had all this food. And then when you laid it all out on the table and homemade rolls, you could smell them. They just smelled so good as she was making them. Um, and butter, we had all the fixings. It was absolutely a feast. And it didn't matter who you were once you finished eating. It was always time for that little nap because your belly was so full and it felt so good. And I remember uh, dad, my uncle's uh, sitting on the couch uh, with his uh, brother or his sons and uh, my cousin Sammy. How you doing, Sammy? My cousin Sammy uh, would be there and uh, they would, all, everyone would take naps or he would be watching football or Sammy would go out with his friends. And um, I just remember that being a great old time. And then uh, once they finished all the food, sometimes my mother's, my aunt's um, friends, Miss um, Caldwell would come and bring all her friends and they would play Pokino and uh, they would laugh and it'd be a whole night and a whole day full of people in and out and uh, food. She, everybody who could, could, would come to her house uh, would have something to eat and we would have food for days, for days. I remember those days and those are fond, fond memories. Um, for me, because uh, all rel every relatives would come up. And my aunt Eula May from Tennessee would come up, and um, uh, my my uh, uh, uncle uh, Al's uh, daughter may come over from California, or you know, his son may come up from Louisiana or Detroit, or you know, it was just it was just a good time seeing people, seeing all your playing with your cousins and your. Uh, friends and families. I don't remember that they argued a whole lot, though, but I don't remember that. Um, I don't think we did. I don't remember that we had 
as some people have it when they bring people together for Thanksgiving, they have these big family arguments. And I remember that we did that. Um, but a lot of talking, a lot of laughter, a lot of shucking and jiving, music, uh, just a lot of love in the room. Uh, and I wish, that's my wish for you, for, for, for your holiday season as you're coming up, uh, for today and, and throughout this, this wonderful season that we're, we're into right now. My wish for you is for love and laughter and family and health, uh, joy and happiness and, <clears throat> and being your best self, loving, living your best life right now. Not waiting until, you know, you've got enough money or not waiting until you have done this or that. Living your best life right now, today, in the present. Um, the future will become the present soon, but living your best life right now. But I also know that, and 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 I've experienced this. So that there are times when, um, when I didn't always have the childhood, uh, the uh, holidays like my childhood, and, and and they would make me sad. I think because I would remember um, things, or you know, as you live through life, things happen to you, and and things that happened to me. I didn't talk a lot about those things that happened with to me, either as a child or as I was growing up. But I would remember them. I would have them memory of the elephant as I would say so I, I would remember things and I would think about things and it would make me very sad and I wouldn't I would you know just kind of lock myself away and uh, feel alone and lonely and there's a difference between feeling alone and feeling lonely uh, and I was feeling both of those things and you know I had good, very good friends and people who loved me um, sometimes that, that didn't feel like it was enough uh, and sometimes, you know, I just felt down um, and down on myself. And, and so that's why I want to say, if you're feeling like that, know that you're not alone, that there are uh, people who want to help or who are there for you. Reach out to them. Uh, this time is also a lot of people, you know, deep uh, sink sometimes into some very deep depressions. And um, I do just want to... Uh, mention that if you're in immediate danger or you're having a medical emergency remember to call 911 and they will come to help or um, if you feel like you're in distress or you, you may be at risk of harming yourself or you just need to talk to somebody uh, just want to hear a voice on the other end of the phone uh, feel free to call the National Suicide Prevention Line at 1-800-273-8255 that's 1-800-273-8255. It is a toll-free hotline in the U.S. Uh, for people who actually wants to uh, um, uh, to call and, and uh, who are feeling a little alone and uh, maybe a little down. Uh, the Lifeline provides free confidential support 24 hours a day, seven days a week for anyone of any age including those who are non-English speakers. Uh, so please call uh, the hotline. And uh, uh, when you call the, the number 1-800-273-8255, and if you speak a different language, um, then just wait to be connected to a person um, uh, who can speak to you 
uh, and um, they'll be happy to, to, to talk with you and to help you work through uh, whatever you may be going through at that time. Uh, so it, there's also on the National Suicide Hotline is also servicing the Veteran Service Line. Uh, so if you're in emotional distress or suicide crisis or are concerned about someone who might uh, who might be, they are there to help you. Okay. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you wish you could avoid having difficult conversations with your kids about sex, relationships, and how to stay safe? Do you struggle with what and how much to say? You're not alone. Tune into Holistic Sex Ed Radio with host Robin LaCrosse for a fresh new perspective on sex education that goes beyond the birds and the bees. We gather together every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for conversations designed to improve your relationships, expand your knowledge, and give you the tools to help your kids make the most out of their lives. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show hey welcome back so we are at part two of how to get unstuck. How am I going to get unstuck? I'm stuck. So last time we talked a little bit about some of the things that make us stuck or that some of the reasons why I guess I should say better, a better way of stating it, that we get stuck, you know. Uh, Sometimes we think we need permission to do something. And if we don't get permission from somebody, and I'm not sure who that somebody might be, but whoever your somebody is, if you don't have that permission, you know, you feel stuck either in your career or in your life, you don't feel like you can moving forward. Or sometimes we're afraid that uh, it will feel worse than what you're feeling right now, that if you do something to move out of your stuckness, that that thing that you do, the next step or that movement forward will be worse than where you are today. You know, it's like that, what did they say? Uh, the grass is always greener on the other side. Well, sometimes the grass is actually green on the other side, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, you know, sometimes we're a little pessimistic about the, we don't, we don't believe it. And so because we're not sure or we don't believe it or we maybe can't see it right now, 
uh, we we're stuck. We feel stuck. Or sometimes we're 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 stuck in in self blame. You know, we we begin blaming ourselves for why we're in the position that we're in. It's my fault. You know, how many of you have done that? You know, I think I've done that. I, I, uh, I can remember talking to a friend of mine and uh, about uh, not knowing what to do about something. And I can remember, I can hear the words coming out of my mouth. It's my fault. What did I do? I must have done something. There's something I did. It's all my fault that I can't do this. It's all my fault that this didn't happen. And, you know, what good is that? Uh, and one, is that the truth? You know, so uh, sometimes it's not. Sometimes we we are blaming ourselves when we have no control over something. Sometimes we are blaming ourselves when it truly isn't our fault. But for some reason, we want to take the responsibility. I have I have said to said often. Sometimes I have felt as though I have an overabundance uh, of feeling responsible for things and and maybe that's part of you know if I as I reflect part of how I was raised was to be responsible and to take responsibility and you know you're the oldest you're supposed to do this or you know you're you know you have a, a degree or you're smarter you're supposed to be this or, you know or, you know these things you're supposed to do um you know, this is your role. You're supposed to do that. You know, you know better. You know, so all those things start. You hear those tapes rewinding in your head, and um, when things don't go the way that they're supposed to, sometimes you you blame yourself, and you're not necessarily the fault. Or sometimes you think, you know, maybe it's it's impossible. It's not possible that we can do that. It's not possible that I can do that. It's not possible that that will happen. Or if I do that, it won't. It won't happen. It, it's. It's not going to, to make a difference. Nothing that I do because it's impossible. You know, it's just not going to happen for me because I'm. I don't have this, or I'm poor, or I lack that, or, you know, I. I. I don't have the means. I don't have a car. I don't have this. I don't have. You know, it's just not going to do it. It's impossible. I can't, it can't happen. And I think you have to open yourself up to the possibilities. Um, there was, uh, I forget who said it, but um, uh, it has been said that if you think you can't, you can't. You know, if you think you can, you can. But if you think you can't, you can't. Because you've got to believe in yourself. You've got to believe in the possibilities that are out there for you. And there are possibilities. And I know sometimes... As we go through this life, we look at things or things happen and we think there's just no way in hell this is going to work or, or there's just no way that I'm going to get a break at all. I just want a break. And, you you know, sometimes you're praying to God or you're praying to, you know, the universe. You're praying to somebody to hear you, to give you a break just so I can make it to the next day or so I can get this done. If only I could do this and it'll happen. But sometimes it takes time and we have to be patient or we have to prepare to do that, to, to make things happen. But when we think it's not possible, then we have closed ourselves off from those possibilities that 
are there for us, waiting for us to do something. And sometimes we're very distracted. And sometimes we are constantly asking why. There's ever an ending to why. And sometimes it just is. We're doing it. It just happened. We have to let it go. We need to open up and believe that we can do this thing that we're stuck in. You know, we are enough. Yeah. And I wonder, as as we as I as we talk about this, as I talk to to young people, I'm always hearing them that they never have enough. You know, they don't have enough money. They don't have enough time. They don't have enough this. They don't have enough that. And I wonder what if they looked at what you do have with maybe a sense of gratitude, maybe maybe if you're thankful and we're thankful for what you got, you'll get more. It's funny how that works. You know, if you're thankful or grateful for the things that you have now, the universe will open up and more things will be available to you. But if you're constantly complaining about what you don't have, then that's what you're putting out in the universe. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have. And then that's what's mirroring back to you, those things that you don't have. Or or maybe you lack confidence in yourself. Maybe you don't believe that you are capable of doing it. Maybe you had a situation where you did something and it was embarrassing. I've had those situations where something's happened or or I've, I've walked out <laughs> I've walked out to uh, to do training or or to make a presentation and something happens and I'm totally embarrassed, you know, my my face, I can feel my blood rushing to my head, my face is flustered, you know, I'm, I get tongue-tied, uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm embarrassed, so now when I'm embarrassed, I totally uh, have a brain freeze, you know, I, I don't remember, you know, what's the next thing I'm supposed to do, I, I don't remember the name of the person I'm supposed to introduce, I've just, you know, I've just shut it out, um, and then I begin lacking confidence and thinking about, I start talking to myself, here I go, those inner tapes start working. Why did you ever think you could do this? You can't do this. What's wrong with you? You don't have the experience. You haven't done this before. You've not, you've not been able to do this. Why did you think you could do this now? And to this group, these people don't want, you know, you start telling yourself all these crazy things. And none of it builds up your confidence. And often, 
you can do it. You know, when you when you if you actually sit and you think about it, what are some of the things that I've done? You know, what are some of the the things that I know for sure that I can do that I'm getting ready to do right now, and I've proven myself because I've done that before. You know, to gain confidence, you got to tune out that inner voice and find something new to master. You know, do a quick reflection or write down in the thing that I'm about to do, and this thing that has me stuck. What about it have I done before? Well, you know, you've spoken in front of thousands of people or, you know, you've done this presentation or you've done, you know, hundreds of presentations before and things have gone well. Or, yeah, equipment has fallen, but you know this, you know this material inside and out. You can do this. You know, if you change the talk in your head, that will also help to build your confidence and also move you past where you're stuck, you know, getting rid of those negative thoughts, helping you believe more in yourself, you know, and that's the worst form, really, of undermining yourself is the lack of belief in yourself, right? Because, quite frankly, if you don't believe in yourself, why should anybody else? You know, so... Trust in what you know. Trust in what you've done. Tune out that negative chatter that's going on in your in your head. Begin giving yourself positive messages. And turn around yourself and turn to others who believe in you and listen to them. Trust them. Trust yourself and learn to believe in yourself. You'll feel you'll be a lot better in terms of doing that. So last week I mentioned to you Yang La Van Singh, and she had about five things that she said that that will get you unstuck. And one of those things was to tell the truth. That means tell the truth to yourself, right? Who you think you are? And I, I like that question because sometimes we lie to ourselves in terms of who we think we are. We lie to ourselves in terms of uh, what we want. We sometimes lie to ourselves in terms of what we are actually willing to do and not do. So let's start with the truth. Okay, so let's tell ourselves the truth about those things and we'll be right back become our friend on Facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice America are you finding your frequency it can be described as that space between failure and success it's the future of digital media It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, 
and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show Okay, we're talking about getting unstuck, and and one of the things we just I just mentioned from Yana Van Zandt is to tell the truth about who you are. In it, and this is something you're gonna have to do some soul searching, maybe, um, because sometimes we don't tell the truth even to ourselves in terms of who we are, or we don't tell the truth in terms of even to ourselves about what we really want. Sometimes we're we're working on somebody else's expectations or what somebody else wants for us, and it's not really what we want. And for some reason, we fail to tell the individual who wants this for us that this is not what I'm really interested in. This is not really what I desire. This is not where my my passion is. This is not what I really long for. And I know I have done that myself where somebody really wants this thing for me. I have absolutely no interest in it, but because I don't want to hurt their feelings or because I don't want them to think less of me or maybe because I they have some sort of power or my, I perceive they have some sort of power to keep me from, from doing the thing that I want to do, I may go along with it. That doesn't serve me well. That doesn't serve you well. And in the end, you have to ask yourself the question, when you're doing this thing that you really don't want to do, that you really don't want, is it really to the best of your ability? Are you doing it the best you can? And, and, and there may be something missing with that. So you want to tell your truth about what you want. <coughs> Excuse me. You want to tell the truth about who you are. You want to tell the truth about what you're willing to do and what you're willing not to do. And it's okay if you don't see the world or want to do something the way somebody else thinks it should be. That's fine. There are multiple ways to do things. You don't have to do it just because somebody says you do. So, you know, so think about that. And then, again, he also mentions releasing your stories. We make up stories about things. And and I don't... I. I don't mean that necessarily, well, maybe I do, in terms of we fictionalize <laughs> events to suit, you know, the current circumstances or, or uh, situations that we're in, you know, because or maybe sometimes we're scared, so we make up this, we, we pre- pretend, we make up this story, um, and then we, we try to live the story that we've, we've made up or we've designed. Sometimes it doesn't fit, you know, so to do the thing that, scares us you know sometimes we 
we make up we may make up a story so we don't have to do it. But if you really if you go ahead and do that thing that scares you, sometimes you find out it was so scary after all. In fact, and I mentioned this last week, fear can be a motivator. Right? You can use fear as a tool, see it not as a threat. So that thing that scares you, don't see it as as something threatening. See it as a tool. See it as something that charges that you know charges your batteries, if you will, that channels uh, your energies and do something. You know, get it done. Do something good with it. You know. Um, also, you know, you have to take calculated risks. You know, you can't if you if you're going to have any success in this life. Uh, you need to take risk, and, and those risks can be calculated. So that means before you just jump out and do it, you got you know, you want to think about it. And when I say think about it, sometimes that sounds like it's going to take, you know, weeks, you know, to, to really think about this. And it doesn't, you know. Uh, you think about things all the time, but, you know, consider the pros and the cons. Consider the consequences of your actions or lack thereof, you know. And then take the risk. Take the calculated risk that's going to move you forward to break through the stories that you've been telling yourself about what you can't do and take those calculated risks to do those things that you can do, you know. Um, And be willing to look silly or to look stupid in terms of doing it. I certainly have have done that numerous times. Um, And I, I can tell you that the first time I did something to look stupid, it wasn't intentional. <laughs> and I don't know that it's ever, you know, extremely intentional, but you, you, know, you got to throw caution to the wind sometimes and try something. And, uh, and and sometimes looking that looking stupid, that looking vulnerable or being vulnerable in a situation has so many more rewards than than not. Uh, so so you got to be willing to take that risk to leap out there. Uh, to step out where nobody has gone before, <laughs> as they said. Um, and uh, if you feel yourself, you know, you're still still not moving forward, ask for help. You know, there are many situations that people have been in that somebody else hasn't already been in or gone through. Um, and it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are. Um, this is nothing about age. This is just a... a happenstance of life this is about living you know we all have gone through different experiences in our lives and some of them are similar or some of the experiences can can relate to where we are you know listening to somebody else's story asking them for help explaining them to you know what the situation is or you find yourself in and and particularly if, if someone has a totally different perspective of of, of your own you may find little caveats you may find little uh, uh, gold dust uh, in what they're saying that you can take and utilize uh, to help move you forward you know there are learnings everywhere uh, people have knowledge within them that that they can share if we only ask and and if somebody doesn't want to help you go to the next person There's, it just, it's one person doesn't stop uh, any particular show, you know, but ask for help. Sometimes, sometimes you need someone else, an objective uh, person, somebody maybe who's not involved in the situation, 
uh, who can who can give you that uh, that help or that lift, or to help move you uh, out of uh, where you are. Uh, and 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 they're out there. You know, sometimes it's even asking a stranger, somebody you don't know at all. Uh, I have done this uh, and have found that uh, sometimes strangers have uh, insight that we don't have um, because they're looking and they're using their third eye. We we talked about this. Um, or I used to talk about this in, in classes that that uh, I've had where you're using your third eye. You're kind of looking and taking, uh, some people call it the 10,000 uh, foot view uh, of the situation and looking at it um, from outside the situation. And, and it can be hard to do if you're not used to doing it. But it's, it's removing yourself from the situation, not necessarily physically, but mentally. And just sort of looking at it from the outside. And if you can't do it, someone that you don't know or, or someone who has nothing to do with it or sometimes even a stranger can give you a view or perspective that perhaps you hadn't considered. And you can take that information and and, and utilize it. Or, you know, you don't have to. But it's, it's asking for help, being vulnerable and asking for help. Um, everybody has to do it at some point. There is not a person on earth who has not needed help, uh, who has not been vulnerable. Uh, um, so uh, uh, people can relate. People, you know, have their own stories. And then also, you know, remember to forgive yourself uh, if you are not, if you've made a mistake or uh, if, if you're, if, forgive yourself for being stuck. You know, it's okay. It's something that happens to everybody, and <clears throat> and there is nobody who who has never been who's never gotten stuck. It's what you do when you're in that stuck place. It's how how you crawl or how you get out of that that place that that makes the difference. That tells you whether or not you're going to um, to move forward. You know, one of the way one of the uh, uh, another way you know in terms of getting unstuck is to stop comparing yourself to others. Stop saying, oh, well, John could do this or, or Ashley could do this. Uh, why can't I do that? Well, that, they've got their own thing going on. You know, so, so let go unless you know their heart or their mind or their circumstances as well as your own, which you probably can't because you haven't lived their life, you know. It's a total waste of time for you to compare yourself to somebody else. You know, compare, you know, looking at where you started or to get a sense of how far you've come or why you can't do this or that and the other. You know, it's the worst waste of time you can do. So stop doing that. Leave other people out of it in, in, in that regard. Don't, don't, don't do that to yourself. It's a, you're not going to win uh, when, when you do that. So, let go of the past is one thing. You know, just totally let it go. And by letting go of the past, you're opening up yourself to the future. Stop always focusing behind you. Now, yeah, I know you hear me talk about let's reflect or look back or think about it. And I, and I mean that sincerely. We do need to reflect. We do need to, to do that just to, 
you know, for for our own self-check in terms of how we're moving forward uh, in our lives, uh, reflecting so that we're not repeating uh, mistakes or errors that we may have done in the past. But don't live in it. Don't dwell in it. Don't always stay there. You want to be present. Let go of the past. Change your perspective. Start with a small change. You know, it could be anything. Do something different. You know, a change of perspective could be as a little thing as sitting on the other side of the desk or not sitting at the desk and sitting somewhere else. It can give you a different point of view. You know, <clears throat> I'll give you a simple exercise. Get on your knees and crawl and look at things from that perspective versus standing straight up. You can see totally different things. I have found more things <laughs> by instead of standing, getting down on, on my knees and looking, um, uh, then I thought I could. Or stand on top of a chair and, and look around your room. You have a totally different perspective. Change your perspective. And I'm, you know, that's just an exercise that you can do so you can see that there's different, there are more things out there uh, than those things that are necessarily that that may be close to you, but that can also help you in terms of, of your getting exed uh, up. You know, explain or ask yourself, or, or I should say, restate your purpose. Why are you doing this? What is this <clears throat> this thing that I'm trying, what am I trying to accomplish? What's going to make me happy if I do this? If I don't do this, then what will happen? You know, do the yin and the yang, the yin, the pros and cons along that. But explain your purpose. Define, get clear on what it is you're trying to accomplish uh, when you're do as you're doing this. And <clears throat> we are talked about believing in yourself, uh, but practice being hopeful. Now it's amazing to me there are people out there who have no hope. They don't believe, and or they've lost. Or they've lost sight of of hope, um, and they're not hopeful that this is going to occur. You know, practice being hopeful. Practice practice believing that it can happen, that it will happen. That that if you continue down the path, if you do what you know is right, it will happen. Keep hope alive. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. 
Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You are tuned into From the Inside Out. To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the inside out at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Uh, we're into a closing uh, segment and we're talking about Getting unstuck. Now, what if you're stuck? We've mentioned several things, but what if you're stuck in your career? You feel like you're stuck in your career. I mean, that's happened to me, I know. Uh, What do you do? What can you do? Well, first of all, remind yourself that it's never too late to change. doesn't matter how old you are uh, in your career. If if you're in your 50s and you're thinking, oh, I've been in this for so long, it's too late for me. No, it's not. Even if you're 60s, you know, if you're 70, doesn't matter. It's never too late to change, you know. In fact, shake up your routine. You work. If you're feeling stuck, do something different. Do something that you don't normally do or do it in a different way. Uh, if you feel like you're in a rut that you can't uh, break free from, uh, you know, shake it up. Do something different every day. Uh, could be as, as little thing as, as walking in into the office in a different direction or uh, could be going to to a gym uh, as opposed to always exercising outside or you know could help you um, you know find a, find a way to do something that's totally different than what you would normally do. If you have a routine, break that routine. you know alternate it, change it, do it make it a different routine. You know, you always have uh, lunch with Mary. Well, hey, maybe today have lunch by yourself or maybe today have lunch with four or five people or do something different that'll break that routine. Also, look at what are the skills that you have that you may be able to take and utilize in in another job, you know, or maybe this is, maybe it's an opportunity for you to look at doing uh, something on the side, uh, something that you've always wanted to do, and it could be profitable or it could be non-profitable, um, you know, join an, an organization. But if you're looking at trying to make a career shift in that sense, do you want to build your network as soon as you possibly can? You know, reach out to others, start connecting with people, start connect, connecting with those organizations, those individuals that have similar interests to what you're trying to do. Or and, and connect uh, with individuals where you have absolutely no idea what it is, but you've always thought about it. You've always wondered about it. You know, if you if you always wondered what it takes to be, oh, I don't know. I'm going to throw something out there that's wild. If, always, if you've always wondered what does it take to be an acrobat and, and join Cirque du Soleil, <laughs> I know that's extreme, but if you know, if you, <coughs> you know, what do you do? How do you do that? You know, research it. Excuse me. Talk to people who may be in that particular field, or or who are out, who are more in the athletic field, or you know, go to clown school. 
you know, but do something different to shake up your routine to give you a different perspective <clears throat> and begin building that, that network uh, so that you have uh, connections. It is about not so much what you know, but who you know. It's a combination of both uh, when you're trying to make that career shift. Excuse me, career shift. Uh, continue to work hard and focus on quality. You know, <clears throat> improve the quality of your work if that's possible. I know that all of you produce quality work all the time, but you know, raise your level of quality uh, as an honor. Work smarter. You know, ask your friends for. Uh, introductions to individuals or organizations that will help you move in the direction you're trying to get to. You know, if you if you're if you're stuck in a career, if you want to get out of of uh, let's say insurance, you know, and you're interested into moving into uh, uh, another type of career, you know, ask friends who are working in that particular area or who may have who may know folks in those organizations to give you an introduction so that you can begin making those connections, building that network, learning more, and then begin doing research on your own. The internet is filled with tons of information that you can find out just about anything there is that you want to find out uh, about in terms of of making that, uh, that shift in your career, making it happen. You just have to take the chance, take the risk, and do it. It's not going to come to you. People aren't going to do it for you. Um, but you know, make a radical change uh, in in your in your body. You know, even you know, maybe you know, begin moving more. Take a dance class. Um, that'll get you stuck and get you moving and get you healthy, get you shift. You know, the healthy that you, healthier that you are, the easier that it is for you to um, really begin seeing yourself in a different light. You know, you start looking at yourself differently. Uh, you start feeling differently because your body is able to function at a higher quality, at a higher uh, uh, rate. It's the same thing as your car. You know, as your car gets older, you have to take particularly uh, good care of it. You got to make sure that everything's running. Your body's the same way. The body is your your car, your engine. Your body is your temple. Take care of this temple so that it will last you uh, for a very long time and keep your mind sharp uh, as well. Investigate limiting beliefs. Why do you feel that way? Why do you think you can't do something and get rid of it? Because there's nothing that you can't do. The only limits on your abilities are the ones that you set for yourself. Let that go. Don't limit yourself. You know, change the consequences. You know, overcome the state that you're in by changing your mind. You know, find out. What is holding you there? What's keeping you there? What is it? You know, it could be a, a something that someone said to you a long time ago that has absolutely no truth to it, that has no factual background. It's just someone's opinion. Let it go and move on. You know, think higher of yourself than you do. Allow yourself to be better. You know. Ask for help. 
again, here we go. There are people out there who are willing to help you do that, who, who can help you uh, make this shift, you know, in terms of moving from career A to career B or doing something different in your career that may even spark something new or something different uh, in your life that will make you happier, uh, that you will feel, as Maslow would say, self-actualize uh, as you're going forward. Uh, take a break. Now, maybe you've been hard driving for a long time. Maybe you just need a break. Sometimes taking a break and doing nothing can change how you feel, can change how you perceive your life and things. And I know those type A's out there, it's hard for you to do nothing. But what if you did nothing, you know, start small. What if you took one hour and did nothing, absolutely nothing, no work, put everything down. Turn off your mind, you know, take deep breath in and out, blow it out, you know, just kind of clear your space, you know, clear the cogwebs, clear all those things that are running around in your head, you know, blow them out, you know, that practicing mindfulness will definitely help get you unstuck. Practicing self-care, taking care of yourself, will help move you along the cause of being unstopped. Being very cautious, coming conscious of what your intentions are. You know, allowing the child in yourself to be free and to be inventive. You know, you ever watch children on a playground or watch watch your child or your or, or a child play or think or how they move? They do it with endless abound, with endless energy. And sometimes if you talk to them, you watch them playing alone, they are so creative. Why? Because they have let go. I mean, they're not holding back and and thinking about, you know, all the things that they did yesterday. You know, they're just letting it free and letting it flow. <clears throat> Try and do that. You know, train your brain to stop the fear response as well, you know. Train your brain that when they feel fear, that that's just energy and excitement. That's just an opportunity to move to the next thing that won't slow you down, that won't stop your connections, you know. And be okay sometimes with being out of control, of, of uh, with, with things being out of your control. You don't have to control everything. Sometimes thinking that you do can put you in a stuck place. But don't do that. Take a break. Let go of the past. You know, put things on pause for a minute. Get up, walk away from it. You know, leave it. Go for a walk. Sometimes it's, it's refreshing just to go out and breathe the fresh air. Or the other thing, you know, science is finding more and more about this. <clears throat> Seek water. And I don't mean necessarily to drink, but go for a swim, take a shower, take a bath, you know, listen to water drink. There's something about water that helps us clear our minds, that helps us move out of that stuck place and move forward. Well, listen, this is the end of our time. And and gosh, I have so loved talking to you today. I really, really, really wish for you all the love and happiness and laughter and joy that you can muster, that you can stand uh, for yourself. I hope you're living your best life. I hope you have a wonderful holiday this week. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to From the Inside Out. Be sure to join your host, Cara D. Walker, for another episode of the program next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week.